Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts and the Adventure Begins Comics and More proudly bring to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the galaxy. The Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Dun, 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 dun. That was like a solid dun, five dun, seconds. Dun, dun. Yeah, I can last more than two seconds. Uh, I mean, you're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. the stations worldwide at irlonestar.com. Don't forget, find us at facebook.com backslash nerdthug radio. Click the thumbs up, give us a like, follow us, see what goes on in the world. We're on the Twitter, it's at nerdthug radio. Corey DLG is getting pretty active on the Twitter. He's at Corey DLG. That's right. Uh, follow him and share his comic book and read it or buy it if you haven't already. Tell five friends and never next thing you know, he'll be a big deal. That's right. Uh, we're also running a name your price promo on a PDF of the first issue. So if you're like, oh, you know, I don't really, uh, you know, I like it, you know, whatever, whatever. Some people don't want stuff mailed, things like right, that. Right. But yeah, they can name their price, pay whatever they like and get a copy of Another Day at the Office, the first issue. See, look, there you go. There's a uh, free free ad for your comic book. Boom, Didn't there you go. You pay for it. That's nice. Got that approved through uh, the CEO. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Man, that guy's nice. Yeah, he is a pretty good guy. Did you, Have you met him? Uh, Once, I think. I, you know, I don't think I've actually been in a meeting with that guy. I don't know. Uh, super well-dressed. Super oh, yeah? handsome. Oh, man. Yeah. All kinds of cool things in his office. I, I feel like you're giving yourself a compliment. What are you talking about? I think you're making stuff up. Um. So uh, it's it's Monday, no okay. Friday. Yeah. Seems like my week's all. This is a crazy week. It's been going on. Oh yeah. Uh, we uh we're we're back this Friday. Batman Day is officially over. If you oh. missed that episode from last week, go ahead and check it out on the uh, podcast. Uh, you guys got to got to meet Batman. Yeah, we hung out with Batman. Batman punched Nico in the face. <laughs> oh, you should have. Yeah, Nico was like, oh, you know, I think my parents are are pretty cool. And Batman was like, don't talk to me about parents. Boom. Bam. Knocked him out. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Well, that makes a little bit of sense, I guess. Yeah, it happens. Um, and then after that, uh, you left the country for, uh, for a couple <laughs> days. It seems that way, doesn't it? You did leave the country. It's pretty neat. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, I drove to Missouri. Oh, God. That's the worst. And then back from Missouri. Um, In two days, yeah? Be, so you literally yeah. just like beeline there, hotel, stay the night, wake yeah, up, do so your stuff. Come back. So the situation was, uh, my parents they've bought uh, what what I can describe as a barn dominium. That's what they're calling these these uh, things. They've got some land, and so they were building a make order barn on it. Okay. And but customizing the inside, I guess makeovers make make order is really the right way to say this because I don't know what else to say. Okay. Um, and so it's like the barn comes like pre built basically right, right. in, in crates, and then you just put it together. Um. So, he bought it from, like, what is it? Uh, it's a company that's essentially like a Home Depot in the Midwest um, called Menards. And so, they gave him a large discount or a large rebate, I mean, a uh, couple thousand dollars in rebate. And they said, the only deal with this rebate is you can't. We don't ship. We don't ship on the rebate. So, if you want to use the rebate, you've got you've to you've come in person. So, he was like, all right, well, I mean, I guess I can manage that. And, um. That's what he did. He showed up in person, except it was me. Except and it was the, you. The closest one is in Missouri. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so Sunday night, I drove out to Missouri, 
uh, I took his truck because yeah, we I was going to bring it back a, t- a $2,500 worth of construction stuff. And then come in, uh, so I stayed in the hotel that night. The next morning at like 7 a.m., I go to Menards. God, I can't believe you woke up that early. Ugh. So then once Did I you g- wake up that early because you were just so excited to get out of the Midwest? <laughs> like <laughs> the Midwest should be where you shine. Six is from the Midwest. That, you know, it should have been my like my dream thing, but honestly, once you get there, it, it's the worst. There's nothing. To, I I, no. I was talking to you. I don't I don't I don't know how small towns live. I don't know what they do, because like the little communities and stuff are like right off the interstate. But yeah. so okay, so I'm at I'm at a I'm at a Hampton Inn, but it's on a golf course. So I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a pretty nice place, swanky whatever. Uh, as I'm checking in, there's a guy checking in next to me. And he said, um, he said, yeah, the wife and I, you know, we just drove in, blah, blah, blah. What's a good place for us to go get some food? And the lady recommends the McDonald's and the Freddy's next exit down. Uh, you can get that Mickey D's, uh, one exit, or Freddy's Burgers. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, did you really just like, but then I realized the exit before I had gotten off and, and filled the gas tank and got myself some dinner because I was like, oh, I'm almost here. Like, I'll get some food. I'll eat and then I'll check in and. I didn't have anything else to do except watch the football game that night, so I was taking my time. And but there weren't any, there were no sit down restaurants like around me. I realized that it was all fast food, all right off the exit, and then like so it's weird to me. I don't understand. I saw like a Domino's, and then I started thinking about like what would the delivery area look like for people like that? Like how would they make their money? How do you make a living in a, in in a small town like that? And I don't. How does anybody have money to buy Domino's pizza in a small town like that? Right, yeah, because the population of Branson, on the sign at least, the post population, is less than 11,000. Now, Branson, Grand Ole Opry, uh, there's a theme park there. Um, there's some stuff, but I think it's kind of on the outskirts of Branson. So, I don't, I don't, man, I don't know where you were specifically, but Branson's not a small town by any means for for that area. For that area, like no. You were still spooked. Yeah, I really was. Because, like, yeah, you know, you're right. There was stuff around. Because there's, the, like I said, there's a Grand Ole Opry, there's a theme park, and I know there's a big baseball complex because they host, like, a huge tournament in Branson. Okay. Um, and there's something else because um, the Savage, Savage uh, Stepdad, they do this, what they call, like, Galaxy Grand Nationals, which is, like, for the car club. Okay. And they go to Branson. So there's something there's something Some there, kind of fairground or something? But like, yeah. it's not like Houston or our area where, like, everything is just open. You can see it. Like, I feel like it's all just hidden. No, and it might be, but, and, like, you have to drive to get it. But, like, even crossing into, so, like, the posted population for Branson was less than 11,000. So that's not a lot. That's not a lot. I so mean, even with all that stuff there, and they might have, that's probably how small towns make their revenue is they attract in with events the, people. Branson, Missouri is a pretty well-known Yeah, city. absolutely. Like, oh, yeah, I know Branson. Conroe has more people inside of it exactly. than Branson does. When, when, when 65,000 or something like that. When he asked, hey, do you want to, you know, would you be willing to go up to Branson to do this for me? My first thought was, yeah, I'm sure, like. That's no big, but as I got closer and closer, as the little timers winding down on like how far out I am, and I'm watching my GPS. Nothing around nothing. here. Nothing. Um, literally, so I took a pretty direct route from like 99 to 59 up. Yeah. Uh, and so at one point towards the top of Arkansas, you're up in these mountains. Yeah, yeah. And like it's just a little two lane. Did you go winding. through Memphis? Oh no, you went left. No, I went. I went west. Most right, I could go and so well, going. I'm saying north. like when you go up 59 through Arkansas, you can go to Memphis, but you're going the other yeah, way. Yeah, I'm staying left at that yeah, point. Yeah, okay. um, 
And so, like, the, the two-lane road is winding through this mountain. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, the inclines are so big. There's all these signs posted, like, look out for runaway trucks. Yeah. Look out do for they have, falling rocks. Did they have the uh, the truck runaway lanes? Yes, <laughs> they did. And that, that was creepy. a little bit. I had never seen it. So as I'm coming down one hill, there's a sign that says, runaway lane to the right, uh, use an emergency. And I was like, well, okay, all right. And then as you kind of cross it, I looked over and I saw this just, like, massive up incline probably at least 40 to 60 degrees and then it's all it looked like dirt uh, i was talking to my stepdad he said it's probably sand because sand gravel yeah he wants the they want the truck down. to kind of sink in a little bit so to kind of absorb impact um but yeah overall it was just it was crazy so i i get fascinated we drive a lot we travel a lot and i like driving but only if I'm going to new places to see things I've never seen. Like, you, you see those, you're like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah. People live like this? It was such a weird experience, We, we get We take for granted so much this big city of Houston that we live in. And, I mean, there is there are plenty of times, oh, I can't figure out where to eat. And there's 50 places within a five-mile radius. Right. And our problem is trying to decide and, from all the lists. And this hotel lady is like, oh, yeah, you should check out the McDonald's. That's a great place to grow. <laughs> like, really? In this town? That you're the hotel um, concierge. Yeah. And you're suggesting the McDonald's. Uh, the McRib is back, so you should go check out the McDonald's down the street. The thing that was so surprising to me about that is, like, this bizarre idea that she thinks McDonald's needs a recommendation. Right. Like... He's like, this is great. Where should I eat? And like, <laughs> she's like, have you ever heard of McDonald's? Have you ever heard of McDonald's? They they do something they called a, a a large Mac, I think. It's called a Big Mac. Oh, Big Mac. All the drinks are a dollar. <laughs> All the fountain drinks are a dollar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it always trips me out because you know when you step back and realize how many people are like in the world, and then you realize. As we're recording the show, there's 11,000 people in Branson, Missouri, surviving somehow. Like, right. It's like a third world country to us. Well, and like, so then when I'm in the hotel room and I start um, start working on some things, I realize like, do, do they even have Wi-Fi? You know what I mean? Like, I started thinking like, do they have Wi-Fi out here? Like, I started questioning everything because I didn't know where the standard was. So whenever we went to um, Shreveport a couple weeks ago. You know, we're driving through some backwoods in, in Texas, yeah, yeah. and we have the same conversation, me and, me and the Miss Savage. The first question is, where do these people work? Right. Where do they have jobs? Because there's nothing out there. And then the next question is, how can they survive without Wi-Fi? Because, like, you get out there and your phone's, like, unextended. Yeah. Like, it's not working. It's like, how do you live out here with no place to go to work and no Wi-Fi? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think even when I was talking to you, like, I dropped a call, and, like, I... It was, like... Two hours later before you had service. Right. And it was such a weird, like, because I'm in the mountains. And I, I, at first when it dropped, I was like, I'm on the road. Like, why Why would I drop it? And then I was like, oh, my ears are popping. I'm, like, way up in the air. Like, <laughs> it, my it, one good ear is popped. Yeah, it was, it was, um, I definitely don't quite understand what they do. Like, how do they pay their, like, what do they do for a job? How do they pay their bills? Where do they go to work? Are things more expensive or less expensive? We were talking about, so the sales tax was higher I went to a Taco Bell and I bought a five dollar box, right? Right, right? I got the the new toasted cheddar gordita right, thing, right, right. and it was like, but instead of coming out after tax to like five eighty, it was like six thirty, and I was like, what? I was like, wow, that, that's weird. I'm paying over over six dollars for this box, right? And so then I started thinking about it. And I was talking to you, and I was like, I think their sales tax rate must be higher, yeah, because there's fewer people in Missouri to spend money, 
and even even if you're all spread out, you still got to have the road work and the infrastructure yeah. to go through. How were their roads? Were they? Uh, the, the the roads were great, but it was all they're probably all federal funded roads because it's a I was on all the interstates and stuff. That's the what's well, the one joke we have too? Like when you're in Texas going to Louisiana, you're in Texas and the roads are all nice and stuff, and then you get to Louisiana. Louisiana, they go straight crap. That straight is crap accurate. Roads. That is accurate. Like, hmm, interesting. Um, so your first trip to the new country of Missouri? <laughs> I had Mizzou. never been. Never been to Mizzou before, but honestly, I, I, I could say you don't have to go back. That's for sure. Okay, fair enough. Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. This is Rudy Townjonovitz, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Before we jump off into some good news, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. Uh, I've said this once. I've said it twice. I will say it once more. Oh, okay. He is the leader of martial arts, Taekwondo, ATA style in North Houston. He has three convenient locations. All right. Okay. One in Conroe, one in Magnolia, one in the Woodlands. He's got a place for you to train. They've got programs for your toddlers, for your school-age kids, your high schoolers, your young adults, your normal adults, your mature adults. <laughs> a lot of adults. A lot of adults. A lot of adults. And everything in between that I didn't mention. They will tailor a workout plan just for you. They've got self-defense classes, Taekwondo, like I mentioned. They do some Tai Chi stuff. Uh, a lot of seminars um, you know, for, for women and then for active shooters. Doing a lot of stuff to help you prepare yourself to live in this crazy world we call home. Yay, crazy world. Yay. Yay. Mention Thug Radio, you get two free weeks of training. Because at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we teach life skills, we build leaders, and we leave... A legacy. 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 I like it. I think you've said that more than three times, though. What? That they have... I said it once, I've said it twice, and I'll say it once more. There you go. So I think is what I said. No, you said I'll say it at least once more. So um, did you hear the news that just happened this week? Start spreading the news. Dun, 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 dun. You're leaving today. Yeah, say I'm done. <laughs> no. oh, okay. Um, the great creator, Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Feige. Um, is developing a Star Wars movie for Disney. I did just see this actually uh, this morning. Can I get your thoughts? Um, he obviously understands source material. 
Yes. And he's his track record is amazing. Yes. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly why the Star Wars franchise isn't "quote unquote" working. It is working. Why is it working? Well, they're, they're, they all agree that it's not. They've they've canceled a lot of extra movies and stuff. They've well, they've taken a different. Uh, they're taking a different direction, which they're smart enough to figure out. Unlike our friends over at DC, who just well, no, DC takes a different direction every movie. That's yeah. their problem. Um, but what what I'm saying, you know, with 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 Star Wars, they've got they had the Skywalker thing that's ending. And they realized that there's more source material out there for Star Wars and they could build something bigger. Um, so Favreau has started The Mandalorian that'll be out here in about two months on the streaming service. Something uh, different. Um, and it will be exploring a different a- outside of the S- Star Wars galaxy. Right. Or outside of the Skywalkers. Um, and then um, who was it supposed to be? Was it Ryan Johnson? Yeah. Was supposed to be developing like... The next three films, but then that's kind of been put on hold a little bit, and then yeah, because his were going to be totally separate. It was going to be a new trilogy, and they were going to alternate like his movies, right, 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 with other Star Wars movies. And they said, "Well, let's hold off on that." And then I heard uh, the Game of Thrones guys were going to be making either they were a TV be, show or film. But they were going to be doing the like from the Knights of the old, like old Star Wars yeah, yeah, legends, which they stuff, still yeah. still may be working on. They've got a yeah, they could. They've got a huge platform, and now they're at the point where like you know what. Let's keep this Star Wars train rolling because it's doing so well. I mean, the only movie that didn't do well was Solo. Well, and no, they're actually saying that, like, critically reviews... I don't care that. about critical reviews because they can say all they want to, Disney, about critical reviews. They're about the money. So when you look money-wise, the only Star Wars film that hasn't been successful has been Solo. And I'm going to put that solely on them and solely on when they released it, how they promoted it, and all that. Everything else that they've done Star Wars... Money wise has, has made them millions, billions. But I think they, I, but I think I don't think they've been happy with the numbers they got. They get in on those. Yeah, they can. They, you know what? It's it. it it's one of those things they call. Oh, man, we only made like nine hundred million and not a billion. So like, we're pissed off. Like they're right, still right. making tons of money. So they're still gonna. No, that part is they're gonna continuously explore and continuously build the thing. And so like, you know what? This uh, Kevin Feige is pretty good at what he does. Yes, he is. Maybe we should have him start on this process. Um, and he's got a lot of ideas, and he's ready to run with it. Um, as successful as he's been, I, it can only mean good things uh, for the Star Wars universe. Uh, I think now with the streaming service that we mentioned earlier that will be coming out November, right? Is it November? Yeah, I just want to make sure it wasn't October. So. It's uh, November, and the, the offer that I've seen is for twelve ninety nine. you can do ESPN+, Plus, the basic Hulu, and Disney all together. Which is awesome. That to me is a, that's an amazing because right now I pay, I think just basic Hulu is nine ninety nine right. I so mean, for three more dollars you get ESPN and Disney. and all the Disney and yeah. they released this week all of the stuff that's going to be on that Disney streaming thing, but with the movies doing so well now with their new streaming service, uh, the Marvel TV stuff that's going to go on there is going to be great. Here's an, Mandalorian's coming on. Here's an opportunity to really take the Star Wars universe and and blow it up and and do different stuff because. What's the one thing you've always said about Star Wars? I hate that they're just focused on this one family. They've got to move on. They've got to move on from the Skywalkers. I mean, it's been a long, great run. Yeah. Um, you know, really, it'll conclude this December, actually. Um, will be the last one of the last film of the nine. Uh, the first three, the original three, were fantastic. 
the first new one that came out, I think. The prequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy. Uh, the first film kind of fell flat. I don't think it did b- bad back then, but now as, as some of us fans get a little older, we look back like, well, that was pretty stupid. Yeah, the storyline wasn't great. And also it, issued up, it, it created a lot of like timing math Right, which is problems. what happens when you do prequels before or after you do three. It's it's it could be you it could be kind of difficult. Well, and it's the same problem that um, Lord of the Rings had when they did the the prequel trilogy, the Five Armies thing. Yeah, the Hobbit stuff. Um, because at the end of the Five Armies thing, they mention Aragorn the Ranger, um, and basically the movies are supposed to be like a hundred years apart. So that so all of a sudden Aragorn is like 180 years old. Right, right. And you're like, mm, that, how is that possible? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That's a little awkward. Um, so yeah, it's um, I think that's always tough when you do, when you do three, and then you're like, oh, you know, let's do some prequels to it, because always becomes some kind of plot holes, um, somehow. And so I think that's what happens. But the long, long story short is, these nine films for the Star Wars franchise have made tons of money. Even though they focused on one specific, you know, the Skywalkers or whatever, it's made tons of money, and there's an opportunity now to explore, with all these different streaming services, to explore different things. No, there definitely, there there is, I think, the biggest problem. So, Bob Iger, who was the head of Disney for, like, 15 years, he ju- he's releasing a memoir. Okay. okay. And he, if you remember, he was essentially fired from DC. Right, right, right. Or from Disney, I mean. And so he is doing a lot of revisionist history. I don't, I'm not going to call somebody a liar. I don't necessarily believe some of the stories that are breaking. So he, he tries to take credit, like, for all the success of Disney, but none of the things. So, like, he is saying on the record that he had to push Kevin Feige and Ike Permolter, the, the, who was the head of Marvel at the time. Yeah. Uh, to make Captain Marvel and Black Panther. Doubt it. He had to push them to do it. Doubt it. Um, he also, now this part I do believe, he also went to uh, George Lucas, and essentially he was part of the the team that like was buying uh, all the Skywalker stuff from all the Star Wars stuff from George Lucas, and there was, a, there was an agreement or an understanding that they would look at George Lucas's notes. Okay. For the next three films, not that they would use them, but that they would look at them, and if if they felt like it fit with what they wanted to do, stay true to it. Um, instead, they made the movies they made, and when they sat down with George Lucas for the first like consultation of the new script and the new stuff, he was unhappy. He was like, "You guys didn't use any of the stuff that I recommended or said," uh, so he backed out, and that's why he's not still a consultant with the Star Wars universe. Okay. But it also sounds like his notes were just as weird and crazy as anything else. Right. Apparently, so remember in the prequel they mentioned midichlorians. Yes. He wanted to get away from the Star from the, the Skywalkers, which I applaud, but he wanted to explore the relationship between the midichlorians and the Force, and essentially he was talking about there's this alien race who exists with the Force, and they're they're the ones who decide who uses it and doesn't use it. And, like, the midichlorians are, like, a physical representation of them, and they essentially, like, possess or inhabit a host, and that's how the Force is... 
So, like, this was going to explain more of the Force, but it turns out what you thought the Force was the whole time isn't what George Lucas thought it was the whole time. Yeah. And so... That's just, what George Lucas wanted to do? Yeah. Uh, allegedly, that's what's in his notes. So... George Lucas has a crazy mind. Yeah. No, absolutely. He is, yeah. He's a, he's a very original and creative storyteller yeah. if you really think about the universe that he built. But, you know, I, I, and you're a creator. I'm, yeah. I'm a creator. You're better than I, and I've always said that. But you have an idea. This happens This happens with me, for instance. Yes. I'll come up with an idea. I think it's great. You know, we'll both agree. Hey, it's a great idea. It's oh, like, yeah. Okay, let's do this. And, okay, we're going to do this. And then I'm like, okay, and then we're going to do this. And you're like, <laughs> whoa, cowboy. Whoa. That doesn't make sense. Let's dial it back down. Um, and I think that's why one of the reasons I think that Marvel and Kevin Feige have been so successful is because even though he's got these ideas, he kind of lets the directors and the writers kind of do their own thing. And if he thinks it's great, he continues. And if he doesn't, Ant-Man, for instance, he's like, right. yeah, that's not going to work what we're doing. Right. And so he, he got uh, Edgar Wright had spent like four years on and off developing Ant-Man. And right when they lined up to shoot, after they'd hired all the actors and everything and everything they thought was set, they basically had a difference of opinion of how much. Allegedly, it was that the Marvel wanted to include a little bit more action, and Edgar Wright was like, "This is a comedy," and and Kevin Feige was like, "It can be both." Right, right, right. And when they couldn't come to that agreement, they went their separate ways. So I mean, I I don't think if you look at so let's look at the we have a few minutes here. Yeah. Um, to look at a few things. So let's look at um. You know, we don't have a few minutes. We're going to jump out to a break. But I want to bring this point back up here in a second. Uh, on the flip side of the break, uh, what I'm about to get into. Don't go anywhere. Don't miss it. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, in senior citizens and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses, be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well, and I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to go to Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Give us a like. Follow us. See what goes on in the world of yeah. Nerd Thug Radio. Come hang out with us. Uh, right now, let's hang out with my friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. That's right. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More right there on 1488. It's an awesome, well-lit, clean, family-friendly place to go get your nerd on. They got a lot going on this weekend. Uh, tomorrow, we hold our Winterbrick finale. Tonight. Tonight for the... Oh, that's right. Yeah, Friday night, we're holding our Winterbrick finale for our Hero Clicks Nerd uh, Thug Radio uh, season. So there will be a champion named, and they will win literally a brick. 
of Hero Clicks. That's exciting. Also, starting yesterday and running through Sunday is the Panini NFL Player of the Day. So Thursday through Sunday of every week for the next for this week and seven more weeks after it, they if you buy a pack of Panini football cards in the store and open it right there in front of them every day, there's a different player of the day. And if you open your pack and one of the players and the player of the day for your day is in your pack, you win a promo card or you win a promo pack. Um, and so every two weeks they're going to pick winners. There's going to be four winners that are then entered like in a super contest. The winner of the Super Contest wins a Lamar Miller signed card. It's already in the store. I've already seen it. It's beautiful. Um, and then also the Lamar, Willer, Lamar Miller winner will be entered in a national contest. Uh, and the winner of the national contest wins like to hang out with a player of the uh, one of the players of the day. I think the NFL even comes to the store that that. Ha- Can that, you pick the player you want to hang out with? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Taylor, I don't have the details for that. Taylor Lewin, we might be becoming best friends. <laughs> That would be such a traitor Taylor thing. Lewan. I don't know that I would talk to you if you won that contest. And I picked Taylor Lewan. And you picked the offensive lineman from the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I think I'd be really upset Taylor with you. Taylor Lewan. Me and you, buddy. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, Saturday, September 28th, the Throne of Elgeron pre-release for Magic the Gathering is going on from 5 to 8 p.m. It's a running sealed standard tournament. With uh, They'll also have the booster boxes for sale, and they, don't, and they don't want you to miss the buy a box promo that's still running around. And it's your first chance to get your hands on the hotly anticipated collector boosters nico said there's some spicy cards in there that people need to get hold of if they want to be competitive uh i highly recommend getting out there and spending that hard-earned dough sunday september 9th september 29th is the DD adventurers league from 4 to 8 p.m and also we will be there hosting a uh win store credit event first place for a hero clicks event will win 75 dollars of store credit that's right we need people to sign up so i can show up yeah this thing rolling yeah um, all right, good. There's a lot going on. Three-minute ad? That's not bad. There's so much going on. Also, the not panini bad. stuff is hard to get through. You're a panini. I wish I was. I would eat Okay, more. so let me jump back to what I was talking about in the last segment. Okay. So let's look at these nine um, films that Star Wars has encompassed. Okay? The, just the episodes one, one through nine. Okay. So four, five, and six, the originals. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, they're the ones who kind of set all this up, and, and they they created science fiction culture in a lot of ways. So yeah. So now when yeah. you look at episodes one, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine. One, two, three is terrible. I think one, two, three is some of the worst stuff that's ever made. And whose ideas were those? Those were George Lucas. Okay, so again, I'm kind of getting back to the point. Like whenever he stepped away, that might have been the best thing for the Star Wars universe. Oh, I I, I listen. I think you can run your course on something, and even though you've made a great universe, maybe Absolutely. you're done. Uh, I firmly believe that like you need to know when it's time to exit. You yeah. know, like you need to you need to mentally prepare yourself to be like, okay, well, I can tell this story and I can tell this story, and and kind of keep an eye on the needle. And when it starts to dip, you always want to leave when them I wanting. Dip, you dip, we dip. That's I right. put my hand up on my hip. You always want to leave them wanting more, not less. True. Um, I don't think four, five, and six are terrible. Four. Oh. No, one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, three. I'm sorry. One. Oh. Two and three had some good stuff in it. Uh, uh, three is, to me, unwatchable. I'm a dialogue really? guy, and some of the worst lines yeah, in all of movies. But I've seen a lot of movies that you like, and the dialogue's terrible, too. So no, like, not eh. not this bad. I uh, It stuck in my head. I remember seeing execute it. Execute Order 616. Yeah, great. Okay, cool. Right. I, I, I remember being in the theater and literally out loud saying, what did he just say? And they're arguing about him and it's Anakin and, 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 and So the stuff Obi-Wan. between Anakin, like Hayden Christensen, 
Not a great actor. <laughs> no. Not a great actor. Um, you know, and so some of the stuff him is, is pretty ba- awful. But like some of the worlds they created and like the oh, fight no, scenes and that oh, stuff. Oh, there's some amazing stuff, stuff to it. But I can get past the dialogue for I, that. I can't. He's arguing with Obi Wan, and literally Luke Skywalker or uh, Anakin Skywalker had murdered children at this point, and he said to Obi Wan, "From my point of view, you're evil." That's yeah. the line. It's pretty good. From my point of view, you're evil. That's not something that is a Twitter line if I've ever heard one. That is not something and a that's real where Twitter was born. <laughs> right there. Right there. Twitter is Anakin Episode Skywalker. Three. There is there is no there's not a time in the history of good characters that a that a character feels that they need to explain that from their point of view you're the bad guy. Yep. Magneto doesn't have to tell the X Men, from my point of view, you're the sellouts. Everyone knows it because of how Magneto acts and and, right. and portrays himself. So the idea that Anakin needs to explain to Obi-Wan Kenobi, from my point of view, you're either, uh, actually... Execute Order 616. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You love the Stormtrooper. Also, that doesn't make sense. The whole Stormtrooper robot thing makes zero sense. And by the time you get to movies 4, 5, and 6, they're not clone troopers anymore. They're like citizens. So the whole idea of cloning an entire army also doesn't make sense. And it's also... You realize it becomes a dumb idea because... Oh, the idea is we cloned the greatest bounty hunter in the entire galaxy so that we can... Um, those are... So those would be our troops. Yep. Except except for the fact that they're known for their ineptness and inability to shoot things in the entire galaxy. Yeah. So... Flawed did, every plan. Did they, did they really hire the best bounty hunter? And also the idea that being a great soldier is somehow genetic is sort of... Yeah. That's kind of insulting a little bit, right? No, not really. I mean, this is a made-up universe. But that, that that doesn't change how sure. genetics work. Sure it does. Okay. They've got metachlorians <laughs> in them. So yeah, it does. <laughs> that, that does make sure how genetics work. Uh, like, think about that. If I'm cloning somebody, why am I not cloning Jedi to make an army of cuz they'll turn on you. Well, not if you not if you raise them. 616. Or you could you could just put stuff in them that makes them not able to like Let's just change the whole story, Corey. This is becoming a, a Facebook argument. Well, let's just let's make, just write Star Wars the way you want to write. Well, it. let's just make it so that it makes sense. How about that? Well, it's made sense because it's made tons of money enough to make sense. No, 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 it didn't make sense. It's made more money than anything we've created, so it makes sense. That's not sense. That's just money. Yeah, well, money is sense. Welcome wah, to wah, welcome wah. to Capital America. That's dumb. That's You're not dumb. it. There's, You're there's been dumb. plenty of Bruce Willis movies that have You're made a bajillion dumb. dollars. I, M Night Shyamalan has made a billion dollars on some stupid movies. <sighs> Which ones? That were stupid. Yeah. Uh, he's had like three good ones out of okay, like the eight. Okay, what are the three good made. ones? Uh, Sixth Sense was good. Yes. Signs was good. Yes. Um, the Village. The village good. is is like half good, but that one feels a lot. That one I saw coming, and I, and I was annoyed that I saw coming, because by that point I had figured out M Night Shyamalan's. Well, and I get that there's going to be a twist, but the idea, but like the what? whole thing I saw coming at that point. What was the one with the alien in the pool? That's not a, no. That's Lady in the Lake, and that's fairy tales, or is, Lady. Is that or, him? Yeah, yeah, that's that him. That was dumb. Terribly stupid idea. Uh, Unbreakable. Is a great idea, but a long, unwatchable movie. Which one's that one? That's the Bruce Willis where he's a superhero one. Oh yeah, but then it went into like and shattered glass. And out of the blue, they did the split, which was a, a weird sequel. Yeah. And then they did Glass, where it's a mashup film. I never saw. I didn't see Split or Glass. Just I, I hear Split was really good. I hear Split was good. I heard Glass wasn't. 
So that makes it one for three in a trilogy. But once I saw the superhero film Hancock, I decided unless it's Marvel or DC or something really good related, I'm not watching it. Oh, no, I think there's been some great Hancock. I, I, Hancock was not good. Hancock was... It was terrible. The thing about him... Terrible. Him and Charlie Theron having to be separated for the next superpowers was a little odd. Terrible. But I, I don't... I didn't dislike that movie. I disliked it very much. I think it was probably better than some of the DC movies. <sighs> Which ones? I don't know. I'd watch Man of Steel. I'd watch any DC movie over Hancock any day of the week. No, I would watch Hancock before I watch Man of Steel ever. Nope. Man of if, Steel first. If Hancock is on FX and Man of Steel is on FFX or I'm FXX, I'm going Man X, of Steel. I'm going Hancock. I'm going Man of Steel without a doubt. Don't even re-question me. Um, have you started watching any anything any Titan stuff? No, I uh, I'm probably going to. Uh, actually, Titans is actually on sale. The, the first season is on sale for DVDs. Really? Yes. I, I, when Nico and I were wandering through the Walmart the other day, and I was oh really? And I was like, oh, they got rid of a. I said that I guess they're not really exclusive. Yeah, because you can buy it. Well, they're gonna put all these TV shows on DVD. Well, and then also they're announced the, like the Young Justice season three is gonna be available for purchase here soon. Yeah, that makes sense. You wait till it's been out on your thing. And then you put a copy. Yeah, it's out. another revenue stream. I mean, I don't hate it. I just, but I definitely, it, I, it definitely made me realize that like, it's not just DC app exclusive. No, <clears throat> and none of these things are. I mean, even if you look at, I think Stranger Things is on DVD too. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, I mean, they're gonna okay. put all this stuff on DVD because again, it's an additional revenue stream. Um, but but if you think about it, it's really if you buy the DVDs, you're dumb. Yeah. If you really think about it, if you buy the DVDs, you're dumb. Because here's here's I mean and, and I mean this in the in the kindest possible way here's the here's the math on that uh, a whole season DVD even if they're selling it cheap twelve ninety nine thirteen ninety nine yeah, which yeah. would be a good deal right. for a whole season of a show if you pay twelve ninety nine to buy season one of Titans you can watch all of Titans all of Doom Patrol and all of Young Justice just sitting down over three weekends but and, but and you've had the app for one month but not everybody is a hermit. Like you, Corey DLG. No, but there's people who stream. So there are people who stream. So, yeah, but if someone's binge. like, if someone's like, look, I really want to watch this Titan show. I like it. I could care less about all the animated cartoons, animated films. Don't really care about Doom Patrol. I can't do it all in a month because my time is is you know is, is very short. All right, instead of spending seven ninety nine for even two months or three months to get through with all this extra stuff, I don't necessarily need. You know, I'll just spend twelve ninety nine and I'll have it and I can watch it whenever I'm ready. As as I go, I think I think that is a smaller and smaller target audience. Is is kind of what I'm getting at. But it's still a target audience. There's probably no. That's, that's there's, the, that's there's, the thing. A, there's a group of people, but like the who are the people who are showing up buying, you know, DVDs from Walmart at this point with they all still the are. with all the. If it's not one of the five dollar ones, I almost I I at this point I look and see what's there, but I can't. I have trouble talking myself into even. Yeah, I mean, but you know, not everyone. Is as streaming conscious as we are. True, true. Um, not everyone binge watches like you do. I mean, I used to, and I, I don't anymore. Uh, some shows here and there. So, I mean, you've got to be able to capitalize and maximize your profits. And so, if you can put DVDs out there, and people are buying DVDs at Walmart because they're continuously replacing. Yes, they are. And you'll see slots that are missing. Like people are still are still doing it. You know, some people some people won't purchase a streaming service and they'll have their flat screen and a DVD player and they'll just watch DVDs. You know who you know who are the two biggest groups? They have to be just because these are the DVDs that are always selling out and always replenishing is wrestling fans and Spanish speakers. Which be- I don't know why wrestling fans are. If you're that big of a wrestling fan to buy a wrestling DVD. Same like, argument, buddy. Yeah, but same I mean. Same argument. It's, uh, that's 
that that one's a little crazy to me. I I think because if that's like such a, I don't know, it's, it's the same idea though. It's the same idea, but it's like hard to explain because like. The each DVD is huge, like each DVD is one pay per view event. So in your but, mind, you would sit down and watch all four right, hours. If at you're once. a huge yeah. wrestling, w, if you're a huge WWE wrestling fan, for nine ninety nine for what you, you get can, for the money, you can get yes. everything. Now, Batman, Marvel, like okay, I'm not going to buy all these streaming services because now I've got to buy five of them right. to get all the different things I want. So instead, I'll just pick and choose. But with wrestling and WWE, like it is literally one place. For all of it. One yeah. place. Yeah. You don't have to buy multiple streaming services. One. Yeah. Just one. So, that's my argument there. Is it just one? Just one. Just one. All right, let's jump out to a break. I'm glad you mentioned wrestling. We're going to talk a little bit about that when we come back. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Cox ATA is the leader in ATA martial arts with two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. They offer courses for young adults, children, and senior citizens, and everything in between for people who are interested in self-defense, taekwondo, or various other courses. Be sure to check out the Facebook page if you're interested in Cox ATA Taekwondo. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, that was uh. Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, oh, it's getting worse, not better. Man, so I got really bummed uh, before we get into this wrestling stuff, Corey DLG. Yeah. I uh, was gonna start watching that Gary Future show you were telling me about. Yeah, Lost a uh, Final Space. Yeah, but it's nowhere on any streaming service yet. Oh, like on the actual services? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like, I don't know. You know, I've got I've got everything known to mankind now because yeah, I've got a it's Fire on, Stick. It's on, on demand. I've got a Fire Stick and I've got a Roku TV now. So oh, so you one. should be you should be super set. So I have to have Hulu live TV in order to watch the Gary show. So maybe you'll get have to wait till it comes out on DVD, or maybe you'll get a purchase H- it. Hulu live TV when you go to uh, Disney. Yeah, probably not. I'll just wait till it comes out on DVD, then I'll, I'll purchase it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we haven't talked wrestling in a little hot minute here no, on the show. Yeah. Uh, next week is the debut of uh, SmackDown on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're basically touting it as like the season premiere of these new shows, even though Monday Night Raw is the longest reigning episodic television show in the world. Yeah, but it still has seasons. The way TV works is there yeah. are seasons. Um, so... Uh, they, they say continuous though, like that's their big thing, like continuous. But now they're yeah, doing, it never now takes they're, a week off. Now they're pulling a DC and doing a, a number one issue, a reboot. Uh, but so starting next week on just on regular television, you will have uh Raw on Mondays. Mm-hmm. You will have on USA. You will have NXT Wednesdays on mm-hmm. USA, and you will have SmackDown Friday nights on Fox. Yes, SmackDown has gone back to Friday nights, like it was in the very beginning. 
Yeah, which I hated. <laughs> yeah. Because they went to Fridays after, like, Friday Night TV was cool. Yeah, they were too late. They were too late for that. Uh, but then also next week uh, on Wednesday is the debut of All Elite Wrestling on TNT. TNT. That's in Dino what? Mate. Two weeks? No, next week. Wednesday. Six days. Really? I thought it was. I thought it was. What, is, what are you Wednesday, doing? Are you having trouble? No, I'm just having fun with my mic stand. <laughs> it's Wednesday, October the second. I thought it was further in the month. Interesting. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, October second. Right. I will be in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, and I'll be watching it in my hotel room. It's going to be interesting. That's um. And then in two weeks, um, the NXT UK moves to Thursday nights on the network, so they will have so. WWE will literally have new programming four nights out of the week. Now, now uh, on the streaming app is what you're saying. Uh, well, the streaming app will the UK is only on the streaming app, but yeah, okay. On on national television, you'll have three, three. and then you'll have this. So I mean, I think NXT UK was go was on Wednesdays too, but it was like early in the day because it's for yeah them. But now it's got its own day, so typically they well, they've got four brand new shows every week. It's pretty interesting. It's a lot. It's a lot of wrestling. <laughs> So they're going to do like a draft in a couple weeks and move rosters around, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they did announce this week, uh, actually today, and we're going to break it here on this show, Ooh. Uh, the announced teams for the new shows. So before, a lot of them were double dipping because they were yeah they were in close proximity city-wise, or sometimes they were in the same city on Mondays and a Tuesdays. A lot of times like SmackDown was following Raw, it felt like. Yeah, so like the guys could leave that night and catch a plane or to the next city to do it and they'd have like the next three days off. Right. Well, now there are three distinct announced teams for these shows. So Corey Graves won't be on everything. Correct. And okay. Like, and I like him. He's okay. He's all right. Um, which one would you like for me to start with first? Tell me about NXT because I watched the first NXT episode this week. Yeah. What'd you think? <sighs> Didn't like it. Undisputed. Didn't like it. You only got the first hour though, right? Yeah. In the second hour. Didn't uh, like it. First of all, Beth Phoenix was terrible. She's there. Uh, well, she's terrible. And I don't mean, okay, a lot of people get mad at Renee Young, and Renee Young isn't traditional ring uh, television announcer. Right. Like, she doesn't do, like, her excited, oh, my gods, and oh, no, what's happening, isn't like crazy JR was back in the day. Right, right. But she at least, she does a good job with the story and, and, and like, going back and forth, holding her own against Corey Graves and stuff like that. Um I, d- Beth Phoenix was bad. Here's the thing, though. Like she has done exceptionally well on the women's stuff and some other NXT stuff, and like she's tested very positively in in uh, the test groups. Well, too bad she doesn't was tickle awful. Your, doesn't tickle your ears, though. Well, so, no, she just she. There was a lot of times where she was. For, uh, I, don't, I don't know the way to say this. It just wasn't entertaining. Like when she would speak, I would actually was getting annoyed with some of the stuff she was saying. Okay, I feel that Edge is gonna come get you, but it's fine. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so this this lineup um, doesn't really change much from what it has been. It's uh, Mario Ranelli and Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGuinness. Those have kind of been the three on NXT in some form or fashion over the past, you know, however long. I saw um, Nigel McGuinness on the Wednesday night. They were they were getting some bugs out pretty obviously. They ran a promo f- between Matt Riddle and some other guy, Killian Dane, and they're like, they were and Matt, Matt uh, and uh, Nigel was like, it's going to be it's going to be savage the next time these two teams meet up or the next time these two meet up. And then the other guy had to be like, which is right now, yeah. like <laughs> Mario's really really good. Like, yeah, he, he was on his game because he was the guy who kept bringing both of them back. Yeah, he's really really good. But he had to bring both of yeah, them back. He's really really good. Uh, but he's been doing this a long time. Nigel's not 
they've only been like ring announcing or uh, commentating for like a couple years, and Beth Phoenix maybe a year. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, SmackDown crew seems pretty uh, normal. It's going to be uh, Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. They will be teaming up. That's SmackDown. That's the SmackDown. The Raw one is totally different. Really? Something. So I think that's their best crew. I think so too. Are you ready for the uh, the Raw? Um, Announced team. Yeah, yeah. What do we got? So it's going to be uh, Vic Joseph. Okay. Uh, he's done some stuff in NXT, and he's been the guy that kind of fills in. Yeah. Uh, when when Corey's not there or Michael or vice versa. He's a pretty, like, he, he's not flashy. No. But he does a really good job of just controlling the tempo. Yeah, um, he's and keeping every. He does a good job of keeping everybody on task and keeping the stuff flowing. You're not going to get the JR stuff out of him. You're not going to get the Michael Cole like excitement out of him. Yeah. But you're going to stay on task. And I guess it's there to let these next two guys shine. So, this guy, I never saw this coming. Like it he's just I guess he's been practicing behind closed doors. Uh but it's uh essentially it's Brendan Williams. So, he's the guy that was with former Houston Texan football player, was with Booker T. Uh, the the whatever his name was, um, he wore the mask and like the, the the face paint and like had the long hair. Oh, uh, uh, the great uh, the something uh, Mulaga. No, something something similar to that. Yeah, uh, the one who, the head with the I forget what he went by the head shrinker or whatever he it was. It wasn't a head shrinker, but he looked like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But he was a uh, big touted out of um, um, Booker T's reality of wrestling. He was like a big deal over there. It's been in NXT for like three years now because he left as soon as we started working with them. Um, and it's Brennan Williams, and he's done some few things here or there. And I think he had a guest spot this last week on one of the shows, and now he's going to be one now of the guys the guy. on Raw. And the third member of that crew making a comeback for good now, Jerry the King Lawler, back on Monday Night Raw. This is probably the worst lineup I've ever know. heard. I, it's such a mixed bag of stuff. Like, I don't know what's about to happen. I don't understand how like, someone can be excited for that. I, I'm i only excited for the fact that, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's... They don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's what's so, like, not exciting, but excited at the same time. Like, because Jerry's back, you know what he can do. And Vic, uh, but then you throw in Brendan Williams, and then all three of them together, it's like... Hmm. How much of these guys work together? Like, this is gonna be weird. And they're not—they're not known. Well, Jerry—I mean, Jerry the King is—but yeah. they're not known guys. Vic's got some kind of a name, but Brendan Williams' character, like, yeah, no one knows. Who no this one guy knows. Is. No, like, especially he, because he, he's, was, he, he wasn't even on NXT. Like, right. yeah, he did the house shows um, and a bunch of stuff, but like, didn't even make it to the NXT uh, roster. Um, they have to see something in him. I mean, he has to have done. Maybe he's been doing some announcing on the house shows. I mean, they don't really do that though. So like, maybe he's got a great person. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe he has a good personality. Maybe he's got something they see. I don't know. But they this guy jumped straight to Raw. Like in Raw, I would think Raw would be the better staffed show. Like the fact that SmackDown has what I consider to be the A team of announcing. And see, and this is starting to point to my point that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Remember we talked about this draft, and you were like, it's so stupid. I was like, I think it's a great idea. And you're like, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I guarantee you, as it, when it starts out, SmackDown will have the better crew of people. Yeah, and I said, I don't and know. I think this is the beginning of it, because the best announcing crew will be on that show. Yeah, and, and uh, my position at the time was I can't imagine 
that the WWE is going to so overly favor one side to the other. Right. Because, because now they have two masters. Yep. So they can't... Before, it was all in USA. They could be like, hey, let's do this and let's do that. And USA's like, yeah, sounds great. I trust you. But now it's, hey, listen, we're going to do this on here, and then we're going to do this on the other network. And then if, if a bid is too good, how are they each going to feel about it? Well, that's why it's going to become two separate, completely And that's why they're shows. separating the characters, and that part I get. But right, because now... They don't have to go like, okay, this is our Raw group. This is what we're doing here. And this is SmackDown group. This is what we're doing here. And so to my point was being new on Fox and the money that was invested in them, they have to quickly show a return of that investment back to SmackDown and back to Fox. So they have to start out with a bang. If they with Raw, it's been there again. I mentioned earlier, longest running show, whatever, blah blah blah. Well, and they have people will tune into Raw. Yeah, because they get great to tune social into, media response and stuff. People will tune into Raw to yeah. tune into Raw. Yeah. So you can kind of. I'd hate to say, like, put it on the back burner, but you can put your next-level stars and try some stuff on there because you know people are going to watch it regardless. As bad as it's been over the last couple of years, people have still tuned in and watched it. I w- I'm curious. you have yeah. to bang because yeah. Fox is giving you so much money. Like, you've got to bang for them, and you got to bang from the beginning. And, all, and just on top of that, SmackDown hasn't been good Right. Lately. And part of it is because, again, they've both been on the USA Network, so it's kind of been, it's the Tuesday night show. It's the other show. It's the other show. Well, now it's front and center. Like, it's back to where it was when SmackDown um, first started. Yeah, and but, it was but kind I would of think. Because when they first started, they were both on their own on different networks at the time. And so they had to do something big, and SmackDown was really good back then. And then once they combined it all, it kind of went down. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's. It's uh, they've got to go in with the bang now. They've got to. They have no other choice. They don't have a choice. I just don't know that it's the right. I, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure that it. Like if I'm USA and I see them trying to hit home runs on Fox, but maybe not giving us that same level of energy. Like if we get all the Mike Canella stories and they get all the, like, top tier. Again, I don't think it's really going to matter because, to them, people are going to watch Raw to watch Raw. On Monday nights because it's it's been there it's established they're yeah gonna but watch if I'm it. but if I'm USA and I see I see the level of storytelling and you know what they're gonna say well Fox gave us four times as much money as you do yeah so they did you want those stories yeah they did up your money buddy up it Fox is paying X amount for this I mean there's yeah. a reason why they left USA with Fox because they got way more money than what USA was giving them yeah and no, they no. gave them they gave USA NXT which I know you're not a fan of but there's a lot of people and it's it's trended great so far, so it's it's banging out of the park at the moment. Yeah, it's it's um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, it's just hard to judge. It's it hard to hard. judge. We'll judge it again here in about two months. Well, we're gonna bang out of this episode. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, if you missed any part of the show, you can find it at 6:01 p.m. on the podcast. Search it anywhere and everywhere you can be found. For the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel.